It is time to head to Brisbane now. Nigel Yelton is up with the Sparrows for Radio Sport. Or are they... Mo- they got pretty they big minus. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. It's not a bird, is it? Okay. Morning, Nigel. Nigel. Now, what they have here is a is fruit bats. Oh. I actually saw one, and I'm not good with bats at the best of time. This thing was huge. I actually thought it might have had some missiles on the wings. It was massive. <laughs> and they taste like fruit. So that's a little trivia there for you. Hey, um, Nigel, so we've got... No, I just made that up. So, Nigel, um, we were having a bit of a yarn already about the team. Uh, so we've heard it come through there. And, and I suppose one of the things is there's Matt, there's Matt Todd backing up Sam Kane. So can you tell us, what do you think um, has uh, is, is wrong with Artie? And that they see is wrong with him? And, and do you see a way back for him into the 23? Um, I don't see anything wrong with Artie Sevilla. Um, we're watching him train or do the warm-up side of it. He's he's moving freely. There doesn't appear to be any kind of uh, physical impediment. Uh, I, I just suspect that Matt Todd's done exactly what he's he's always done, which is you know get an opportunity, come in, play really well, and and force the selectors to go. Well, actually, we we need this guy in, particularly with the work that he does in and around the breakdown, especially late in the game. So, you know, I'm just starting to think that it's a case of he's just jumped over the top of Artie Sevilla, which is, which is just seems to be the modus operandi for Matt Todd. Doesn't get chosen in the main squad, comes in as cover, gets opportunity, plays the house down to the point where the All Black selectors go, we've we got to put him in there, we've got to have him in our 23, and that's what it appears to be at the moment. Nigel, the cynic in me says it reminds me of high school when I had a couple of girls on the go and you had to try and give another one the attention. Am Whoa. I just being that guy? Or is Whoa. it is that not what they're doing with the All Blacks? They're not saying, well, come on. you know. It's, no, I don't think so. I mean, I mean these guys just pick. Yeah, I think that the team that they've picked shows the level of respect that they have for Australia. Um, this is a, a really good side. They're, they're not experimenting. They're not giving people opportunities you know there's a lot of hints have been dropped with Jerome uh, with regards to Jerome Kano not even in the 23 once again um, they they rested Pedernada bring him back in so you go okay well s- supposedly there's your number two halfback so you look at that squad and you go that's as strong as, as they can go with the players that they have available to them whether you take out those who aren't here for either league reasons um, or or injury wise so you know, it's it's a really really strong lineup. So so for me, they're just saying this is this is our best available squad, plain and simple. You mentioned Kano. I mean, is his future now just as a touring squad member for the end of year tour? Is that it? Does look it look that way? Um, he's obviously been completely surpassed by Liam Squire as the number one blindside. Um, we know that uh, what we have seen um, against uh, uh, in the two games against Argentina that via Fafita, particularly the first one via Fafita, is, is definitely in the mix. I'd still put him on par with via Fafita, even though that first game Fafita was great. He wasn't as good in that second game. Um, so yeah, he's, he's as I say, he's definitely behind Squire in the pecking order at the moment. And they don't see now that they've been going with a specialist lock and then an open sider because Scott Barrett can cover six. Sam Whitelock can still cover six if need be. They've got the ability to move players around. Sam Kane could go to the blind side and they could play Matt Todd open side and pair those two players up. They could even look to, you know, swing a guy like um, Liam Squire around if need be to, to number eight and make adjustments. So now, be, because they don't look at that lock, the, the lock six op- option, I guess they've got, who they consider better options in that regards too. Well, then 
Jerome's basically just heads up at the moment with Liam Squire, and Squire's playing the house down. So I, I think he is in that situation. Nigel Yeldon with us from Brisbane. Okay, so well, here's another one for you. Um, a, a few weeks ago, Luke Romano was was instrumental apparently in putting together that amazing All Black lineout that uh, was over there in, in Albany. He got a start, and then we haven't seen him again, and he's not in the 23. So talk to me about your, your feelings on that one with Patrick Tui-Pilotu being in the 23 instead of Luke Romano. Like, How must he be feeling? <laughs> well, well, you just got to remember, I think Luke and Hannah Romano will be feeling pretty good because uh, they just had a baby recently. Oh, is that where he is? That's right, the reason go. why Luke Romano uh, isn't there at, the, at the moment. He's chosen to stay home uh, in New Zealand. So, um, I think he that, plays for Canterbury? A, it's, a, it's a parental leave thing, okay. uh, NATO. So cool. uh, congrats, by the way, to, to Luke and Hannah yes. uh, on the birth, the birth of that little baby boy. So don't don't need to read too much into that one. But uh, you, you look at Patrick Tuipoloto mm. and, and Scott Barrett, with, with the opportunities that have been uh, afforded them, you know, they're, they're making some good steps as well. So, look, we know when Brodie Retallick, if and when Brodie Retallick comes back um, fr- from what he and his wife, having to deal with at the moment. You know Brodie Retallick's going to walk straight in. He's arguably the best lock in world rugby at the moment. So what we're seeing in the meantime, while he's away, while Luke Romano's away, you've got two young guys who are coming in. I think um, Scott Barrett's playing really, really well. I thought Patrick Tuipiloto's contributions off the bench have been good. Uh, A great article, I think it was uh, Liam Napier wrote it in the New Zealand Herald, that you do notice the absence of Brodie Retallick, particularly around the breakdown and his ability to shift bodies and the great decisions that he makes in that particular area. But once again, with, with, with those two out lock forwards out, you've got young guys coming in, taking opportunities and playing pretty well. I guess Mwanga sticks around for the weekend, Nigel, and how close, I mean, would they, would they have been really tempted to, to throw him out there, at least in the 23? Uh, no, I, I think if they could have avoided it, they, they would have. Simply it's because it's learning their systems at such a key position at first 5-8. I'll be interested to see what happens. It'll be a question that we will ask today when we get the chance to put a few questions to Steve Hansen. Y- you would think that they would want him to stick around just in case somebody falls over. However, I go back to third game Rugby World Cup 2015. The guy who was the backup first five on that night was TJ Perenata. Now, Perenata has been around the squad a long time. I'm sure he probably would have been involved in meetings with that, that little core group that they have, so he'd be more familiar with the call. So I just wonder whether maybe they get through training today, see what happens, and then possibly Richie Moanga gets sent back so he can play in that semi-final on Saturday night. Ooh. And if they do need, we know that Sopawanga starts, Damien McKenzie will be the next option. He'll be the number two, number ten, even though he's starting at um, fullback. Then I suspect next guy in order will be TJ Perenata. And so if, if that's the case, then I can see Richie Moanga flying back on Friday, suiting up and running out on Saturday night. But that will be a question we'll put to Steve Hansen today. Beautiful. Really? Yeah, there you go. That, that pumps things up there for Canterbury. So go there, Nigel. Didn't want to hear that. Thank you very much for uh, being up so early for us. Not a problem, gentlemen. Cheers. With the bats too. Yeah, with the bats, the fruit bats. They taste like fruit. <laughs>